and divorce conversations where we analyze, navigate, and troubleshoot all stages of your romantic life. I'm your host, Igor Meisterman, a divorce attorney turned relationship coach. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our show. I'm very excited to be back here with you today after a fairly long hiatus in light of all the holidays that came up for my family and I this past September. I'm finally happy to be back here and share with you the next topic that has been coming up quite frequently with the couples I've been working with. And this topic I would like to call with a funny title, Am I Needy or Am I Normal? The reason I want to explore this topic is that during many sessions, what inevitably comes up for couples is there's a certain feeling, sensation, sometimes even thought, is my spouse very needy? Is my spouse needy in a way that I cannot provide for? And for those who are really working on their awareness, they even ask themselves the question, am I needy? Am I overly needy? And what I find very interesting is that generally speaking, when I ask couples about the topic of neediness in a relationship, there tends to be a negative association with the concept. It seems that generally couples don't perceive neediness as an integral part of a relationship, as a symbol significance of love and connection, and rather they experience it as indicating something else. Now, in the outset, I would like to, of course, begin with the Jewish sources that I'd like to often reference. And in the first section of Torah, there's a discussion as the first human being is being created. Once he's brought into existence, God says it's not good for a person to be alone. It's a very interesting language that's selected. And one of my teachers in the past told me that there isn't really another place in the Torah where there is such language being used. This language is uniquely reserved when it comes to discussing a relationship. And God is explicitly telling Adam, it's not good for a person to be alone. And that's why then Chava, or Eve, was being created. That means that we would have to understand deeper what is unfolding in a dynamic that's unique to human beings. What about a human relationship that is not like any other relationship? And if God says that it's not good and he's the designer, then perhaps there is something to our neediness. Perhaps this craving that so many people walk around with, if not everyone, seeking a connection, seeking closeness, is just something that's naturally built in into who we are and what we're all about. But what I want to explore closer in this episode is there is, of course, such a thing as people who want to connect for the wrong reasons and who want to connect in an unhealthy way. And then there's, of course, those people who want to connect for the right reasons. Let's start with the following closer examination. When we say, I'm needy, if you think about it, what we're also saying is that I am missing something. After all, if everything is perfect, then there would be nothing to need. So if I need something, it means I'm missing something. And whatever it is that I'm missing, I want to fill that missing part of myself. And the way it expresses itself in my life is a need. I'm missing it. And therefore, I crave to fulfill it. And from all the work that we've explored together in previous episodes, this idea of our imperfect upbringing, our childhood wounds, if you will, or our inner child, because we did not receive perfect upbringing, we brought with us into our adult lives an imperfect human being. And that human being that lives inside of us, that personality, the essence of who we are, 
is still seeking out in our adult life and in, in a what appears an adult body is still seeking out a connection, meaningful encounters with others. And through those encounters, if done properly, there can even be experienced healing, feeling of soothing, feeling of removal of tension, stress. And that is what, for many people, is the invisible force driving them, pushing them towards romantic connections, intimate emotional connections, friendships. All these things we seek out as a way to fulfill this missing part of ourselves. So if this is the case, then how do I go about, in a healthy way, navigate and soothe and comfort those itchy feelings inside myself, what we call this need, the neediness that I have? And what I'd like to propose as a litmus test is as follows. Generally speaking, of course, we cannot generalize to every single person, a need to experience connection in a relationship is a healthy thing. A need to experience self-worth is not a healthy thing. And I'd like to um, spend some time now to take a closer look why and how I came up with these litmus tests based on the work that I've done with my couples. You see, if I'm seeking connection, that just means that I'm acknowledging in myself, whether consciously or subconsciously, that there's something that I'm still trying to soothe and heal. And we get a lot of that accomplished by connecting. And that's what we have spouses, partners, whatever the format of the relationship is. One thing is certain, there is a reason why we call these things intimate relationships, because there is tremendous amount of emotional intimacy that happens in order for the relationship to start becoming real to me, meaningful to me. And that's why we refer to these things as this relationship has intimacy or this relationship lacks intimacy. Because that intimate component, it's not just about the physical connection. There is something that takes place in us spiritually, emotionally, mentally, that allows us to experience each other from a place of connection, or we experience each other from a place of rupture or disconnect. And the very strong feelings that settle in when we experience ourselves one way or the other. However, if I need to experience connection as a a way to also experience self-worth, well, that begins to signify that I'm not really out to connect, to experience the other person's world, to let them experience mine. I'm really struggling with belief that I'm worth anything. And therefore, I'm connecting with someone usually in order to numb that uncomfortable, painful feeling that I lack self-worth. This happens with people all the time. I see it so often that the couple experiences a connection, but they're not really connecting in order to experience appreciation of themselves, of their spouse, or their partner, to experience the value that each one brings to the relationship. And rather, it's just to experience that I, I mean something. I have a place to go. I have what to do. I have value that I bring to the table. And when people show up from that place, then really they're not connecting to their partners or their spouses. Really, they're just soothing their own internal pain of lacking self-worth. And that litmus test is something that I apply very frequently in sessions, and they help the couple explore. Why am I seeking this connection? And when you're sitting down with your partner or spouse, and you want to engage in a good, meaningful, deep conversation, that is something that can be explored. Why do I seek connection with you? What do I experience 
when I feel connection. And based on the way we answer, plays a crucial role in helping us understand where we're coming from, what are we really seeking, and what kind of neediness is it that I am trying to satisfy within myself. And it's so interesting to me how frequently when one spouse wants to sabotage, if you will, a session, they love pulling out this card of, well, you're just needy. If you, or if only you were not so needy, we would be in such a better place. And what's interesting about that, I find, is that they're not really talking about their partner or their spouse. They're actually speaking about themselves. You see, if you think about it, it's not just me being able to analyze what goes on for you, what goes on in your world. And therefore, I could look at you and just say, well, you're so needy. And if only you were different, we would, our relationship would be in a better place. But the reality is, if a person is really willing to do the hard work and honest self-exploration, they can also ask themselves, why do I feel the need for you to stay at bay? Why do I feel the need to keep distance? Why do I feel the need to tell you that you're very needy or too needy? What need am I fulfilling or what need am I lacking? that causes me to show up in that way. And therefore, based on everything we're saying so far, you get to see then really, it's almost like a game the couple is playing. How do you outmaneuver the other? Well, you're just needy. So if you just fix that, we'll be okay. You never share with me your needs. So I feel disconnected. And the questions that really we want to shift into are shifts as a, sh uh, questions that help us explore where's all this coming from? Why am I the way I am? Why am I needy? proactively, why are you needy in a withdrawn way? You need to be withdrawn. Instead of doing that, the crucial mistake couple make is they engage in the power struggle. That is exactly the place where we don't want to be. That is the place where one of us has to win and one of us has to lose. And when we operate from that place, no needs are ever going to be satisfied, whether healthy needs or unhealthy needs. All that's going to be left is the power struggle. And as we've seen so far from many episodes in the past, nothing is what meets the eye. And what I mean by that is that as we probe and think about various things that unfold in our relationships, particularly our romantic relationships, we can always come back and ask the questions that let us explore what is underneath all of that, what drives me, what causes me to formulate those thoughts or to experience those feelings, what causes me to show up the way I do. And so, Instead of just labeling somebody as needy or somebody as not expressive of any needs, instead of just making a blanket label, what we should do instead is explore where is it coming from? Why am I the way I am? And why do I experience this deep need? Of course, as any conversation, safety comes first. And if we don't establish for each other as a couple, safety to explore where is this coming from and why do I show up the way I show up in our relationship, then I will not be able to explore properly and ultimately bring awareness, focus, and healing energy to whatever it is that is hiding and living under the surface inside of me. Instead, it will continue to just show up in various funny ways in the relationship. I will be upset if you came late to pick me up because I have a need for you to be on time. I'll be upset if you didn't help me put the kids to sleep because I feel the need to be taken care of. 
all kinds of ways throughout the day, throughout the mornings and the evenings, the topic of neediness comes up and we could either be left wondering to ourselves and secretly harboring frustrations, why are my needs not being met? And what I propose is instead of doing that, what we can do to address this topic and most importantly explore whether my needs are healthy or unhealthy is by working through the dialogue and discussing especially safety that we may need from our spouses or partners in order to be able to effectively, openly, and with lots of intimacy and vulnerability, explore together what comes up for me as I seek you out, as I crave your touch, your look, your attention, what goes on for me? Because if it's a connection, that is wonderful. But if it's my need for self-worth, then how can I, through this work, with my spouse, instead of turning to my spouse in an unhealthy, needy way, turn to my spouse as a partner will help me be on my healing journey where my self-worth will only be defined by me and not by an unhealthy need. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you for joining us today. For questions, comments, topics you'd like to hear more about, or to try our 24-week relationship challenge, email us at relationshipreimagined at gmail.com.